Getting started with Media Shout as your presentation software. That's what we're talking about today. Hey, ministry leader, thanks so much for being here this week. You may have a creative team at your church or ministry, and there's just not enough of them to carry the load of making all the graphics and videos that every ministry of your church may need. In fact, that was me. I worked on a church staff of a church of about 25 to 30,000 people on a Sunday across multiple campuses, and I was it. I was the only guy who created content for the worship experience and other ministries in the church. We eventually hired one other person that would help me uh, make some of the graphics and and video content, Uh, but we were still completely overloaded. And that's where church visuals started, really, is out of a heart to serve other churches who either had no creative team on staff or their designers and video producers were completely overloaded. Uh, It was a vision of mine to help other churches and ministries that that didn't have that. And so what we found, interesting enough, is we thought we would serve more small churches. But what we found is we've served a lot of large churches and ministries as well because everybody seems to be in the same boat that there's so many visual media needs that it's hard to keep up. So it's better to keep your current staff, if you have any, and also have a freelance team like Church Visuals to come alongside you and help you with that. Or if you have no creative team on staff, uh, we can be that for you. And we would love to come alongside you Again, we've served dozens of churches and large ministries with a full ready-made media library, custom graphics and video, and a full training platform with podcasts like this one that most of the resources are completely free for you there, all to help you visually communicate the gospel. All right, remember we are on a journey here in this season of the podcast If you missed episodes of this show, they're not really tied together. You can watch them individually as standalone episodes if you want to, but they do kind of build on each other throughout the season. So if you want to catch up, you can go to churchvisuals.com, find our podcast there, and all the archive episodes leading up to this one are right there for you. And on this season so far, we've talked about how the Bible was visual, the history of creativity through church history, why you should use visual media, where to start if you don't have any screens at your church at all, and more. The the last few episodes of the show, we've been diving into what presentation software you can use to present your visuals at your church. And this week, we are reviewing another great presentation software on the market, and that is MediaShout. So we've talked about how to uh, use ProPresenter and Easy Worship, and this week we're talking about MediaShout. So we're, we'll talk about how to use the software, the benefits and features, a general review, and more. So we'll dive into all of that right after this. Are you looking for reliable printing for your visuals? Well, check out our friends at Outreach.com. As a preferred printing partner for over 20,000 churches worldwide, they have everything you need. From postcards to banners to mailers, Outreach is here to help you reach more with custom printing. Your visuals matter because your message matters. 
Make your message stand out with Outreach.com. Hey guys, today as we take a deeper look at Media Shout, I welcome Dave Fry. Dave is the Director of Product Development and Senior Technician at Media Shout. No better person to talk to about uh, the software than the head of development and the writer of the software itself. So you're going to hear straight from Dave. He's also going to share an overview of Media Shout and see if the software is a great fit for you and your church as you are presenting the gospel in your context. Here is my conversation with Dave Fry. Mr. Dave Fry, how you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing well. So this episode, it's fitting that this episode's going to come out around Christmas because you are preparing <laughs> right now for for the uh, dressing up as the big guy, right? Yeah, it's the busy season. I, I often, if I'm discussing this uh, in any kind of public forum, I give a disclaimer. It's like, if there's any children around who who believe in a certain large, rotund gentleman in a red suit, you might want to turn the audio off or uh, stop the video so we don't... Uh, dispel any uh, uh, happy memories. But uh, no, actually, uh, I can show you a little bit there. There's uh, me and our late uh, CEO, Eric Idol, nice. and my wife and his mom at our Christmas party. So yes, I actually, uh, I, I am a Santa Claus. How, how, long, how many years have you been doing it? I've been doing this about five years. I have a friend okay. who worked for the company that I work for, and she's like, you should try it. I've got a big beard. Yeah. And so she's like, yeah, give it a shot. So yeah. dipped yeah. my toe in the water, and it was yeah. it was, it was was fun. Bringing cheer to all, Mr. Dave. Frank. Yes, yes, yes. AKA and, I, you know, I like to think, yeah, I like to think, too, as 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 a believer, as somebody who has the spirit, you know, uh, of God in me, that it provides kind of a little bit different vibe to it than uh, than things. And I, I hear from parents like, oh, my, my kid would never take a picture with any other Santa. He'll get a picture with you. And so, you wow. know, hopefully I can uh, provide a safe uh, environment, a safe experience for kids. Yeah. So. Well, awesome, man. I know it's a yeah. a ministry for you. So good job. It is. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of that, tell me a little bit about your ministry background and experience and then what led you to Media Shout. Well, I've, I, I tell people I was, uh, I've been going to church since before I was born. So I kind of grew up in a, uh, in a church environment and started running sound in my early teens and th through my teens. And so I was involved in that and involved in music and performing. And so I went off to Moody Bible Institute and studied there and hang, hung out with the people in, in communications and the broadcast network. And I switched to a, be a communications major and, uh, so I did that for a little while and uh, until I was a terrible student and ended up leaving. But I learned an awful lot, <laughs> you know, and and uh, and so I've always been into uh, media and communication and sound and photography and visuals. And so uh, that uh, kind of brought me to Nashville, actually, for the music business to be a, a recording engineer and things morphed into studio tech work and and then eventually I saw a job listing for Media Shout and I was running Media Shout at my church. So I was on praise team and involved in worship ministry. And so I uh, was helping out with them running Media Shout. That was back in version three era, long, long time ago. And, uh, and I thought, wow, that would be a good company to work for. And so I uh, got on board. So 
And how long have the rest you been? Of history, it's been how long have you been there? Yeah, I was just gonna, just going to say it's been 14, 14 and a half years. Wow. Wow. Okay, so let me take you back before media shout for you. In the music industry, what was the craziest music experience that you had? <clears throat> wow. Um there's a lot of uh a lot of opportunities for that one. Um <laughs> some that were just personal failures. I tried to do a live recording one time and it was a total bomb. <laughs> so stressful. And I was trying to get everything together at the last minute. It didn't work. Um, we've done some, uh, I've, I worked on some custom projects for artists who really believed that they were, you know, called to the ministry and, and they were good. They were talented, but you know, you know, all the time you're working on the project, you're like, I hope you have a lot of friends and relatives to buy these. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, they were very sweet people, and we, and we had a lot of fun uh, making them some uh, some recordings. So and you're about to name anything names, really right? huge. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I did have the opportunity though to um, because of the people I was working with, who were really good friends with Donna Summer and Steve Winwood and a, and, and a bunch yeah. of other people to to work with them and and their families and 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 get to know them a little bit. So that's fun. Yeah. They're they're very they're they're very nice people. So. Great. Awesome. All right. So let's get let's get back on track here. Media shout. What's your role there? And uh, has it morphed over the years or have you been in the same yeah. role all all 14 years? Oh, uh, no, I don't know that I could handle staying in the same role right. for 14 years. I, I like to change. And I actually have multiple roles. I, the first five years I was in uh, uh, support and sales. And so I was on the phone pretty much constantly uh, in those years. And we sell uh, computer systems uh, bundles. And so I moved into shipping and uh, handling those systems as well as being the senior tech. So I get the most difficult calls and issues that other uh, representatives can't solve. So I still do that. I'm still the senior tech. And then a few years ago, our director of development was leaving. And so I got asked to step in and uh, step into that role. And so that is probably 50 to 60% of my job. And so I'm director of development. I handle product fulfillment for any of our physical orders and I'm a senior tech. What's your favorite part <laughs> of getting to do what you, what you do? <clears throat> oh, doing something different all the time. <laughs> it is probably the, the development because I love being able to I love to improve things. I, I mean, it's fun to design new things and I, I like that, but really my strength is taking things that are there and making them better saying, looking at it and saying, you know, if we move this over there or we change this control or we did this in a different order, it would just be a lot smoother and simpler mm -hmm. for customer and, and troubleshooting. I just, I'm a natural troubleshooter of just about anything in life, the cars, mm -hmm electronics, whatever, computers. So I like troubleshooting. Every now and then, I, if I have like dents in my forehead, it's from problems I couldn't solve, but uh, mm. beating my head against the wall. But no, uh, troubleshooting is good and, and getting to a resolution of a, of a problem. Mm. Uh, having an issue with the software and testing it and testing it and trying all these different techniques and trying to figure out why is it doing what it's doing wrong and then solving it. The, the moment where you, where you solve it and you're like, oh, that's what we need to fix. Okay. Now I understand. Hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's just rewarding. It's, yeah. I'm kind of weird that way. So probably most yeah. people would commit Harry Carey or something, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do uh, enjoy it. 
Great. Um, okay, so I want to kind of dive into some basics of Media Shout. Um, mm-hmm. So in this podcast, we're kind of taking people on a journey from kind of elementary of how do I accomplish the basics when it comes to uh, presenting high quality visuals or visually communicating the gospel to to my church or ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really would love us to to kind of cover some of the basics of the software. Um, so why don't you kind of give us a, a general overview, especially in your expertise and experience as the developer and senior tech and uh, and all of that. Um, tell us maybe where we can find it, how we can download it. What's kind of a general overview of the software? Well, first uh, first place to go for any information about us is just mediashout.com. The website will provide provide you pretty easy links to any of the information you're looking for about the features. And if there's a download link, you can download a, a free trial and use it. And that's that's fully functional, so you can use it. Uh, the only thing it doesn't have is all all, all of the, the Bibles. It does have some uh, public domain Bibles. But uh, that's the first place to go for more information. And uh, we can do a walkthrough. You want me to uh, pull up yeah. my screen? Yeah, please do. Okay, let's do that. Uh, let me share. While you're uh, pulling that screen. up, this is a, yep. you, you do have Windows and Mac versions, right? Yes, we do. <laughs> So wi- uh, window, your Windows only for seven. You're in Media Shout yeah, seven. So w- yes. uh, Windows only for seven, and Mac and Windows for six. Is that right? Uh, yeah, uh, Mac for six. We we don't generally sell version six for for Windows simply okay. because we've we've re- replaced it. So, gotcha. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Technically, it's still available if you really wanted it, but um, version seven is actually so much better. Yeah. Uh, so, and we'd love to have a Mac version of it. It's just it. It's you know that thing called COVID came up right. <laughs> yeah. After we released this, or shortly after, and so it kind of threw business plans for a loop. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But we love we love Macs, and I you know I I tell people I was using Macs way before it was cool, so you can thank me for supporting Apple to, through those difficult years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. But what I've pulled up, yeah, yeah dive yeah, in what, here. What I pulled up is the first thing that you see when you launch the software. We we're going to land you on a welcome screen and give you uh, the opportunity to do a number of different things. Uh, you can create a script. You can open an exist, existing script. And uh, and there's some links to support tools, things like that. We're also going to show you uh, presentations you've already opened. There will be uh, thumbnails for up to 10 uh, things here. And we start you off with a couple, uh, kind of a generic service sample script and uh, an introduction. The, the introduction script is kind of like a mini tutorial. So if you open that up and kind of just read through the, the items in there, you'll learn about the software. Um, so I'm going to open up the service sample script. And while that's happening, uh, I will share a little bit of terminology because I think it's really important that we all speak the same language and it really helps uh, ease the uh, communication. Our documents, our main documents, what your presentation is called, media shout is called a script. And we take that from the theater world where you have a document that just describes and defines everything that's going to happen. Everything that's in that script is called a cue. There's dialogue cues in plays and lighting cues and sound effects cues and a lot of other things, but they're all called cues. And that's what we call the individual elements of our script. Uh, on this screen, you see the script is on the left-hand side and I've got some visuals. I've got our logo in there and then I've got some announcements. Uh, what's unique about Media Shout is that our cues 
uh, can be one page like this logo queue, or they can be multiple pages. So this song, this queue for Holy, Holy, Holy is all the pages. But what's nice about that is that it is all those pages are kind of grouped together in that queue structure. And if you need to delete a song, you don't have to go, okay, I need to shift click or control click and make sure I select all the pages like you would have to do in something like PowerPoint where they're just all slides, not grouped together. You can just select the song and delete it or do whatever. There's uh, certain things, certain attributes about a queue that are common to that queue. And so like the background, for example. So that's the basic terms. Uh, your script is made up of queues. Queues are made up of pages. And so as you get started with it, uh, obviously the first thing I would do if I was opening the software is I'd look at the script that's there. One of the key things we talk about is when, when you want to get something to the screen, you fire it. And so you can fire something simply by double clicking on it. Uh, you, you can use the little button. There's a blue button on the queue. There's a, a blue button on the, on the actual page. And then you'll see it over here in the viewers. So we have the, the viewers for the main display and the stage display. So in addition to the terms for the script itself and queues, uh, Media Shouts is designed to use up to three outputs from your computer. If you're not used to using multiple screens on a computer, that can at first be a little complicated and convoluted, but we can help you through that. But uh, obviously one of them that we're looking at right now is what we would call the control display, because that's where you control everything. And the main point of running MediaShout is to output a presentation for an audience. And so that's the main display. And so that's what you see over here on the upper right. And optionally, if you do have a third output from your computer, you can use a stage display. Now, a stage display is going to be designed for the people on the stage, and it's often referred to as a confidence monitor. And that's optional. You don't have to use that. Uh, in fact, if you're not using it, you can just show the next thing coming up in sequence um, in the viewers. Uh, but the stage display is kind of handy. I'm going to uh, flip over and fire a, a lyric cue so you can see that on the stage display, it would typically just be... Uh, text on a black background. So it's just something simple to to read at a glance as, as a reference if you're on stage. Uh, so that's that's really helpful. And having been on praise teams and sung, you know, you get a mental block sometimes and you're like, what is the next line? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so you glance down. And one of the nice things about the stage display is uh, it will show you at the bottom of the screen the first line of the next page. So even if the person firing the cues is a little bit slow on the trigger. You can glance down at the very bottom line and see what's coming up next. And and at the top, it's showing you what uh, what page you're on. But again, that's that's totally optional. Uh, so uh, let's see. Any other questions? Yeah, can I, take me to the ribbon bar um, mm -hmm. and kind of walk me through that. Yeah. Yeah. The ribbon at the top is going to be the place where you get content to put into your script. So I'm going to create a new script and you can do that, of course, in the file menu and, and new. That's pretty typical. But there's also a little plus button right there at the uh, top. And so I'm going to press that and I will create a blank script. Uh, now, you'll notice that some of the things in the ribbon kind of grayed out, and that's because those are individual objects and there's nothing to put them in yet. We haven't created a queue. And so we need to create a queue, either a blank queue, which can be just about anything, a lyric queue, which pulls from our lyrics, built-in lyrics database, a Bible queue, or just a text queue. So I'm going to create a blank queue. Um, blank queue is kind of the most flexible. I'll just leave the name. 
at any point in time, if you decide to change the name, just click on the name in the queue and you can say, you know what? I decided I want this to be an announcement. And so it's an announcement now. And now I can add content to it. You notice as soon as I have a queue, then I have objects that I can put into it. I can put in a text object or a media file of some kind. And we do have more advanced features like uh, NDI and a few other things there. So, um, but uh, we're going to keep it simple today. So um, I can insert a text box and it's going to show up there in the screen. That dummy text stays there until you type something into it, just so that if you created a whole bunch of text boxes, you'd actually be able to see them <laughs> and you would know they were there. You can also switch to the layers view and you'll be able to see all the different objects in layers uh, that are part of that queue. So, uh, you know what, I'm just going to say, this is my awesome queue. There we go. We'll be very creative. Uh, so I've got a text box. Now I might want a background and you'll notice in the layers list, there's a background button. I can go to that and I can set a color. If I just want like a color for a background, I could do that. Uh, in my case, I might want an image or a video. And so I can browse and pick something. Uh, for my case, I want to go to images and I'll just pick this uh, neon green thing. There you go. And there are some settings there. You can change the opacity of it. Maybe you want to make it somewhat translucent, dim it down. Uh, you can change the brightness and contrast, uh, grayscale it. Grayscale is kind of handy sometimes, sepia. You got some options. Save the changes and you're there. If you ever go to the background tab and you make some changes and you're like, ah, I don't like it. I don't like that. Just hit the, hit the close button and that'll not affect what you have. So there's a few things. Now you can add more things. Like I have a library tab over here and the library will allow you to choose uh, images or videos or even audio files. And what I love is you can just go here and drag and drop on things. So I'm going to use one of yours. Um, you know what? I'm just going to take my text box and shrink it down and just drag it down here. I'm going to take your happy new year graphic. This is mixed mode probably isn't going to look very good but we'll see there you go there and so you can just add all the objects that you want there you go since this is coming out kind of around christmas um we'll we'll put some christmas things in there there we yeah. go drag drag in another uh thing now that one actually scaled up to full size if you ever want to scale something uh there are handles they're kind of small in the corners Let's uh, scale that to, let's go to original. Nope. Oh, that's actually a really big picture, uh, Carl. High resolution. Very nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scale to fit. And then I'm going to grab that box in the corner and bring it down. By the way, if you hold down shift while you're scaling something, it will keep the proportions. If you let go of shift, you can skew it out of proportion, which sometimes you want to do, uh, but some quite often you don't. And so you can have multiple objects and you can move them forward and backward. We got buttons to put one in front of the other, behind the other, things like that. Um, like that. Okay. So you can drag and drop. You can do all of this from Windows Explorer as well. So if you're in Explorer and you just have a folder open with all your pictures and things, you can just drag them in that way as well. Uh, or if you have a video, for example, uh, let me see. I've got one here that I downloaded from your site. 
it's the mini movie. Up, up, up. There's a countdown. Let's, let's put a countdown in. Uh, I'm going to put that in. If I start dragging this around the screen, uh, it's going to give me some clues on the screen to tell me what's going to happen. If I drag it into the queue itself, into the edit area, which is what this is in the middle, it's going to add it as an object. If I drag it over to the script, it's going to create a single page queue. If I drag it over top of another queue, it's going to change the background for that queue. So I just want to drop it into the script and then I can fire it. And you'll see that. See that plane. So oh, stop that. There we go. So talk you can create cues that uh, way. Yeah. Uh -huh. Sorry. Talk to me about the presenter no. and editor to uh, view toggle up there in the mm. top right hand. Area. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so this is the edit view and this is where you're going to go to create any content. Uh, and you, like I've been doing, you can fire things from here. You can present from here, but if you want a view that's kind of dedicated to, uh, just showing you the content you have created, and this is particularly useful if you have a volunteer come in and they don't maybe know the entire software, you can get somebody up and running in presenter view in just a minute or two hmm. and just say, all you need to do is double click on something that you want to see here in the middle. It's just going to show you th uh, thumbnails of those. In fact, I'm going to switch over to the other script so you can see something that has a bunch of cues already created. And so you can see that you can just double click on a uh, on the logo and that is going to fire. Um, let me see. Doo -doo. There we go. So those are our on screen. And I don't have my screens on. There we go. But I'll leave them off. Um, and then you can hit, hit the space bar and just space bar advance through it if you want. But at any point in time, if you need to jump ahead, back, whatever, uh, you can just uh, double click on something and it fires it to the screen. So you can still see your script. So if you need to navigate ahead, you know, something further down, jump way ahead, you can do that. Uh, you can also scroll in this window. And I like to zoom this in a little bit so that I can see mm -hmm. those lyrics. I'm My eyes are getting a little bit old, and so I like to be able to read them bigger. So Santa uh, Claus eyes. Yeah, really. Really, I, I, I need those readers. <laughs> yeah. And so for somebody who's just coming in to run a presentation, and that's a really common scenario in churches. They've got somebody, hey, I can volunteer to be there Sunday and hit space bar. Right. This is a great mode for them because they can just see everything that's there. And you can't edit in this mode. You can't, you, so you can't change the thing. You don't have to worry about them. Like, oh my goodness, they deleted everything. Um, it's safe. Uh, but if, if you're creating things, you're going to want to be over in the ed edit view. Right. And you can easily toggle that on and off. So you're yeah. going to basically unlock it, edit, and then lock it back. Is basically yeah, exactly. what we're doing there. <clears throat> okay. Yep. Um, talk to me more about the, the editor. What, um, what all can I do inside of there? What are some of the features inside the editor? There are a lot of things you can do. You'll see in, in the toolbar, of course, we have the ribbon bar at the top, but the toolbar shows up when you have an object selected, and it'll show tools that are appropriate for that particular object. I've got text box, so I've got all the, the common text controls uh, that are there for my font and size and all that uh, color uh, but you also have the uh, the parameters of that object. It's X, Y coordinates, width and height, uh, angle. In fact, if you put your cursor at the corner of a box, you can rotate it and you can actually see that angle update up there. One of the things I like about version seven is that you can 
undo multiple layers, you can undo a lot of layers. I don't know what, if what the exact number is, and maybe it varies, but you can undo many, many, many steps and then redo. So if you mm. get down a rabbit hole of changing, making changes, you're like, oh no, 10 things ago, I shouldn't have done that. Just start hitting undo and it will very likely undo everything back to where you mm. were, which I love. Uh, some of our previous versions wouldn't do that. <laughs> You'd have to like go back to a reverted save. Uh, but one of the things that you can do that's really convenient, uh, there's two things actually. Uh, one, we have templates. And so if you say, you know what, I want a completely different look, you can click on templates and there are a collection of templates that we uh, include with the software, but you can save things on your own. So maybe I choose basic blue lyrics. I just double clicked on it to apply it. And so it's there. Now I have a different look for this cube, but you're like, you know what? I want my font size to be bigger most of the time. So I'm going to make that font size a little larger. Let's go up to like 48 point. But I want that to always be my template. So you can go down to templates and you can save as and you can create your own template. Uh, so you can modify any of these or you can create any kind of content that you want and then save that as a template. And so it's really easy to apply that. And you can also set a default template. Now for lyrics, it, the default template is really handy because when you go in to insert a new lyric, uh, it's going to automatically use the template that you have set as default when you choose a song. So if I go in here and I, well, we'll choose a Christmas hymn since it's Christmas. There you go. And, uh, and so maybe I do want that in red. Uh, to go with Christmas, you can just double click on any of these templates that are here and apply those. And once you have it looking like you want, you know, let's say, let's just do verse one and three. Uh, then I'm going to take out verse two and insert lyrics. And so that is going to add that to my script. It's going to leave the window open because I might want to add multiple songs. Hmm. Uh, it is important to note in this window that you have an arrange mode where I, I can take stanzas out and it just affects what I'm inserting. But I also have an edit mode I don't want to save that yet. Uh, I have an edit mode where I can go in and change things. I can go in and add new songs. I can delete a song. If I hit the X button here, because I'm in edit mode, it'll just delete verse three, uh, which maybe you, you want to do. Maybe you've got a song, you'd like it's got an extra part you don't want. And you can add any of these types of stanzas into it when you're in edit mode. And what's really cool is, and it's probably not used as often, but fire mode. Say you're in a, a situation, I've been in services where you know they have kind of a, a, a suggestion time. They're like, hey, can we sing Amazing Grace? Uh, well, you can go to fire mode and you can just uh, go to search and say Amazing. It, it helps if you don't type Amazon. Uh, <laughs> amazing. And pull up Amazing Grace and I've got it on the screen that fast. Yeah, And I can use the space bar, advance through it. I can scroll over and double click on previews, but you can fire something from the library very, very quickly. Hmm. And so that's, those are the three modes that are helpful to know about in lyrics. Yeah. What about, uh, you, sh you were showing me backgrounds, uh, some, but show me mm -hmm. maybe transitions between the foreground transitions and background transitions and how backgrounds. Yeah. Work. Yeah, over on the very right hand side, they kind of get lost sometimes, but we have some some plugins. And so one of them is an audio player and there's some more advanced fire control things. But uh, the transitions are over there. And if you select that, then you can uh, select your text box, select your object, and you can apply a transition to individual objects. So maybe you want this text box to like if you're, you know, very uh 
want a simple effect, you can do a dissolve and probably about a half second dissolve works really well. And then you can take that transition, you can apply it to all the objects on this page. If I'm in objects mode, I can also switch over to pages mode and I can apply a transition to the pages. And so, which will affect all of the objects on, on the page. So for a dissolve, I probably would want to do it on a page level. And I'll, I could do it for all the pages in the queue. Or if you really like this half second dissolve and you want everything in your script to have that half second dissolve, you can choose all pages in the script and it will apply a half second dissolve between every page. And so you'll have that transition very quickly applied to everything that you're doing. So really, really easy to do. So I'll just, I'll just apply that and, uh, move that over. In fact, when I fire this now, yeah, it doesn't show up as well in the viewer, but you can see that it is dissolving uh, that mm -hmm. text. Um, so while we're here, while we're still in a, a screen share, show me mm -hmm. a couple of new things in seven that you guys are excited about. Uh, one of them is the sermon builder. And this is something what I'm going to show you now. Um, no one has ever seen before, uh, unless we've released it before ah. this airs. <laughs> uh, we created a tool. We wanted to make creating scripts easier, uh, in general, particularly pastors oftentimes don't have time to learn a lot of software. And so we wanted a tool that would allow them to jump right in and very easily enter something like their sermon notes. And so we created the sermon builder tool. And so I'm gonna open that up and it's gonna step you through very quickly uh, what you uh, want to put in your sermon. So you hit create, you put in your title. I actually have some notes off to the side. I'm gonna try to do this and just copy and paste really quick. I'm gonna say next, it wants your points. So I'm going to put in a couple points here uh, and add that and Jesus is the uh, truth, and I'll add that, and Jesus is the life, and I'll add that. And then you hit next, and then it's going to say, what, what Bible references do you want? Because we have a built-in library of Bible translations, and we include those with the software. So depending mm -hmm. on which license you get, you'll get either, either the public domain ones or like 70, uh, which includes most of the common uh, translations people like to use. So uh, I'm going to put in a couple of those, do that really quick. Uh, I want to put in that one and let's just do this one and we'll call it a day there. Add that. Next, now I can pick a theme. Now what's new is we added six more themes and we also are working on the ability for the user to modify these themes. Previous to this point, these themes were fixed and they were kind of literally coded, hard coded into the software, but now you will be able to, at some point soon, uh, edit these uh, to your liking. So I'm gonna pick, I'll pick the sermon title that's over here, uh, that theme and hit next. And then it will show you kind of what they look like and you can, uh, preview those. So uh, you, you can also drag and drop. So I want to move these things around. I want that to be my first uh, Bible reference. I want this one to be the second one. And I'll leave that bottom one down there, the third. There we go. And then I can do two things. I can either create, and that's going to make me a script, a separate script, or I can just hit add. And if I hit add, that's going to add that to the script that I have open. That's a new feature. So we've made some things, done some things to make it easier to use. And so now as I go through this, 
I have something, I don't know how many minutes that took and I was talking through it. So it took longer than it normally would have, but I have something that's ready to present right now and I can uh, move on through that, that presentation. So, um, yeah, really easy to get your content in there. And the nice thing is it's completely editable. These are just text boxes. You can go in if you need to highlight things or bold or uh, maybe pull out a section of it You could because you're focusing on the other half of the verse. Things like that change the backgrounds. It's completely editable content, but it just is a wizard that speeds you through getting it into the software easily. So uh, that can save you a lot of time. Yeah, that's a great new feature, man. Uh, mm -hmm. good stuff. Um, okay. Kind of, uh, kind of wrap us up here. So when, where can I go if I want to, uh, get some help on the software, you've, you've done a great job of giving us a good overview, but, uh, if, if I need, if I'm a media shout user already, or if I'm thinking about it, where can I go to, to, uh, get some help with the software if I need it? Yeah, go to our website first, and then you'll see links to a variety of resources. We do have training options. Uh, we have a plus membership, which is a subscription membership for premium support, but it's way more than that. It actually includes uh, media, monthly media packs that we include and training opportunities uh, that are part of that subscription. Uh, but we also have a knowledge base and the knowledge base is a really useful part of our website where you can go and search, type in a keyword search and find a variety of topics of, in, of information about how to do certain things. There's how to's, there's how to solve problems, configure the software, things like that. And the knowledge base is a really powerful uh, resource that is uh, very helpful to a lot of customers. So good. All right. Last question for you. Um, how, how is it important or how important is it to present high quality visuals in my church? Why do your visuals matter? Why do your visuals matter? Yes. Um, well, I mentioned that I was a communications major and in communications 101, one of the things that struck me and one of the, honestly, the few things that I remember from the class a very, very long time ago, uh, was the concept of noise. And so in, in our society culture, we think of noise, audibly like oh if, if you say noise well it's it's sound but noise in a, in a communication channel is anything that really distracts uh, from your message being communicated effectively so it i the example i use is a, a, a tv commercial and you see it and it's really cool and you remember that commercial because it was so funny and then someone says what was the commercial for i, I don't know yeah and the and the content was the noise because it was it distracted you from remembering the point of the commercial, which was to to remember that company and that product. And so anything in that that happens in your presentation that, you know, lyrics that don't come up on time, that's a pet peeve. And I'm, mm -hmm. I think we've talked about that before. That's yeah. that's a big thing. Um, lyrics that um, keep moving around the screen, the positions change, the fonts change, the colors change. Um, just um, just uh, distractions, distractions pull people out of the moment, they pull them out of a worship environment. And if you do it well, if you actually present your your content well, uh, you're, it's best when no one knows you're there. They just came right. in and they saw everything they needed on the screen. It was communicated to them. They felt like they could participate and learn and focus and nothing really pulled them out of that moment. That's just really, really critical because there's so many we live in a culture that's just full of distraction. And so 
the distractions pull us away uh, too easily. So, yeah. Awesome, man. This has been great. I, I love the overview and uh, I love um, one, one thing I really appreciate about you guys. I've, I've told you this before is your tech support and customer service. Um, you guys are really there for people and it's not like a company that's far away. You guys are, are real people helping people do ministry well. So um, good job on that. And man, thank you for all that you do for the kingdom. Um, again, mediashout.com for yep. those um, uh, I- interested in the software. If you're a beginner looking to see if this is a good fit for your church, uh, mediashout.com uh, is where to go. Dave, man, thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate well, you. your time and thanks for your friendship, man. Absolutely. And yours as well. Hey, ministry leaders, Jake Mozart here from the Church Visuals team. I serve as a ready-made creative director. I just wanted to encourage you that you are doing a great job and don't grow weary in doing good. Your work for the kingdom matters. How you communicate the gospel matters. And that's why we take such great care in helping you present God's word with high quality visuals. It's a pleasure to serve you as you serve your community. Your visuals matter. We're with you. We're praying for you. Keep up the great work. Hey friends, as we wrap this week's episode, here's your church visuals tip of the week. Use Media Shout if it's right for your church. I've had the privilege of knowing members of the Media Shout team. They are super relational, very attentive to the needs of their users, especially if you are a PC house at your church. Media Shout could be a great solution for your church in presenting your church visuals. All right, well, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you would hit that like button. And you can also see all the episodes of this podcast and all of our podcasts and courses at churchvisuals.com. If you want to reach the people you want to reach for Jesus, your visuals matter. I'll see you next week. Your Visuals Matter has been a podcast presentation of Church Visuals. Executive produced by Carl Barnhill. Edited by A.J. Schubert. Title and show graphics by Angie Lomas. For more resources to help you visually communicate the gospel, visit churchvisuals.com.